KINY, where you don't miss a thing. Time once again for Capital Chat, and we're talking to NAMI today. And I have Aaron Sermer, the director of NAMI. Well, we're talking about lots of different things today, but I have Aaron in here, and I also have Tina Jesus Samaniego. Hopefully, I said that right, Tina. If I butchered it, I apologize. Hopefully, no that was words. close. <laughs> but you are the Juno Suicide Coalition Program Coordinator. Now, September, it being September 1st, is a big month. It's Suicide Prevention Month. So, always a big time for NAMI, and I want to welcome you two to the studio again. Yeah, thanks for having us. Appreciate the time. Yes, thank you. Now, Aaron, I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while. Any NAMI updates going into the year so far? Because I know, uh, man, we're already like September 2022. It's crazy to think about, right? It's crazy to think about. Um, school starting, so a lot of our school programs are happening. Uh, we do variety of different clubs, groups, presentations to youth around mental health, hoping to promote um, them thinking about and developing their own thinking about their their mental health. Um, also have our support groups for both people who want to talk about their own mental health and caregivers of people who are taking care of loved ones who are struggling with their own mental health. So those support groups exist online and in person. And I think most importantly, we just want to tell people they can call us if they have questions about obtaining mental health services in Juneau. Well, and I think mental health has really been brought to the forefront, especially after what we've gone through these past two years. And are you noticing an uptick in it getting busier or people reaching out or? Yeah, I think, I don't know if mental health has gotten worse or people are just more comfortable talking about it. You know, I, I think, think that's a good way of looking at it too. Yeah, I think people are, people who I wouldn't have normally expected to talk about their mental health f- seem to be more comfortable talking about it and asking for help and thinking about what to do. Which is good. It always starts with a conversation and it kind of leads into Suicide Prevention Month. Lots of different themes going on there. So what is the theme for Suicide Prevention Month this year? Uh, Basically, what we're trying to um, promote is uh, suicide prevention or awareness and prevention. And uh, given that we are a coalition, we're community supporting community in those efforts. And as you and Aaron were talking about uh, breaking the stigma that's associated with mental health and then, of course, suicide as well. And there's a big stigma out there. And, you know, it's not being afraid. And you learn this if you take any type of suicide prevention stuff is not being afraid to use that word and not being afraid to talk about it. You have to have it in the forefront and it has to be something you're willing to talk about with someone. And if they're willing to talk about it back, then you're creating a healthy conversation. So going into Suicide Prevention Month, I imagine there's a lot of different events you're partnering with because it's also Recovery Month, too. So I have a feeling those work kind of hand in hand. Absolutely. So let's talk about some of these events that are going to be coming up through the month. Well, the first one that we have is this Friday. Um, We'll be having coffee at the Plaza, and that's a Sea Alaska Heritage Arts Plaza, and uh, to kick off both uh, Suicide Awareness Month as well as Recovery Month, and are together with Juno Veterans. So come out and see what uh, each of our groups do, and we'll have a series of resources that you can get. Talk about suicide in general, recovery in general. Uh, We'll have some means reduction items there like uh, Narcan kits and disposal bags for um, uh, for medications and uh, gun locks and and also a button a button to wear showing your support for suicide prevention awareness I'm glad you brought up the buttons because let's talk about the buttons because there's different colors that mean different things for things that you have in your life so let's talk about that there's kind of honor colors is what they're called so let's talk about those honor colors 
Um, absolutely. So there's uh, the ones that we'll have is a supporter of suicide awareness, which we would hope that everybody could support. Uh, there's also attempt or personal struggle survivor, and that's another honor color. A loss of family or friend survivors and veteran survivors as well. And of course, you can wear multiple pins, right? If something affects more than that. I think a lot of people get that mixed up sometimes where it's like, no, if you got it, support it, man. Wear those pins especially if you have something in your life like that. So, okay, so we got something kicking off this Friday. Now, I imagine you have other stuff going on throughout the month, too. So let's highlight some of the bigger events that will be taking place. Yeah, so September 10th, Saturday, September 10th at Sandy Beach, we have a community-wide picnic. We'll have food and drinks and games and all that good stuff. And again, we'll be sharing our information with folks. And I think a key part of that is some healing canoe journeys that will be happening throughout the day. So anyone who's been affected by suicide, either they lost a loved one or they are a suicide attempt survivor, can sign up for one of the three canoe journeys that day that will leave from Sandy Beach and folks will paddle around um, and support them in their grief. And grief support is something that we've heard a lot of need expressed in the community. We've tried to do more grief events lately to respond to that need. And this is yet another example. And this one is specifically around suicide. Really? I wouldn't have thought grief would be coming up through all this. So I imagine that goes kind of hand in hand with people, what they've been experiencing and going through then, right? Yeah. And I think, I'm sure COVID plays a role, but I also just think in general, like grief is something that always happens. You know, there's... You, <laughs> I, feel like, losing, I feel like it's constantly around us. Yeah. yeah. And, and there aren't a lot of formal supports for it. So we want to provide a few more um, openings, venues, places where people can talk about and address their grief publicly, which I think is a very helpful thing to do. And it's a resource that I don't think people are aware of available or another side of emotions that people don't think about. Like I'm experiencing grief right now. How do I deal with that? Because it's very different from how you would deal with, you know, maybe sadness or depression or something else. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what are some other events going on? I love this so far. We have also a number of different trainings that are coming up. That um, One is Holding Each Other Up QPR Suicide Prevention Training. And that is... Um, it's a, a program that learn, teaches how to ask a question, how to persuade a person to get help, and then how to refer them. Uh, it's an educational program designed to teach individuals uh, how to recognize the warning signs of suicide and how to respond effectively. So there's two opportunities for that. Uh, one is September 7th in, or excuse me, September 17th from on a Saturday from 9 a.m. to 12 uh, PM and that's on Zoom. So we're really trying to make this accessible for uh, for folks in our community. The other one happens on a Wednesday evening, September 14th, on Zoom as well. And then we have a new one, uh, suicide safety planning. And I'll let Aaron talk about that one. Yeah. So the presentation that Tina just mentioned that's for having a conversation in the moment. So let's say I'm worried about Tina. She's seemed down lately. I might say, like, hey, Tina, I'm worried about you. Are you okay? And ultimately get to asking the question, like, are you suicidal? If so, let me help out. The QPR training is helpful in the moment to have a conversation with someone that you're worried about. And then, you know, that you can have the conversation and the problem doesn't just go away after that. You need to have some kind of longer term plan. And the suicide safety planning is the follow up. So how do I support this person over the next week or two weeks or three weeks? Or how do I ask for support if I'm the one struggling for the next few weeks? And a suicide safety plan, it's all common sense stuff, but it's helpful to have it written out and listed so that you're not, you're not trying to recreate a structure during a crisis, that you have a plan. You know, so if I'm struggling, maybe it's, I want to spend the night at Tina's house. Like I'm not, I don't feel comfortable being home alone. I want to be at Tina's house. Let's see if we can get some, a friend's dog there. That'll make me comfortable. 
Um, I need to make sure I have my medication, that my therapist phone number is here so I can remember who to call in case I start struggling more. Um, so it's just like having all that stuff, those common sense things written down so that you don't have to panic and think, oh my God, what do I do when we're in the middle of a crisis and where I'm really struggling? And when you have a plan for support, you can help bring other people into that can help with it. And they have a better understanding of what's going on when you have that plan for support, which is really big when it comes to suicide prevention. Absolutely. And of course, not being afraid to say those words that you said about suicidal ideations and things like that, a huge part of that training. Clearly, I'm trained in that. Yes. <laughs> Clearly. We appreciate that. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> so what else have we got coming up in September? Uh, well, we want to give a shout out to our Juno Public Libraries as well. Um, all month long, they will have a display of resources that are available to talk about suicide, talk about grief, and um, sharing survivor stories. So there's really tried to put something in for everybody. Let's talk about if people want information for these events or if they want to reach out maybe to volunteer or to just participate. Where can they find all the information for this stuff? So you can go on our social media. We have Facebook and Instagram. I think that's the easiest way to find our flyer. Our flyer has links to sign up for all the different events, the trainings, the canoe rides, all that good stuff. And if folks want to volunteer with us, uh, sending us an email would probably be easiest and best. Um, JunoSuicidePrevention at gmail.com is our kind of generic email address. Um, I think if you go on to JunoSuicidePrevention.org or JunoMentalHealth.org, both websites that we run, um, there's a way to submit comments. You, you can get a message to us that way as well. And there's ways to donate and get involved, too. Maybe you can't reach out or maybe that's just something you're not comfortable with. You can also donate to these, and it really helps as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you can do that through NamiJuno.org, and it's N-A-M-I-Juno.org on that one. Aaron? Tina, I want to really thank you, too, for coming in here and talking about this stuff. This is something really near and dear to my heart. I really hope people take advantage of some of these trainings and events going on. And, of course, we'll keep reminding people about it all September long because we definitely support what NAMI and the Juno Suicide Coalition program is all about. So thank you, you two, for coming in. And let's get you back here in September to talk about more events, okay? Love to. Appreciate the time. Thank you so much. You can download past episodes of Capital Chat over at KINYradio.com.